Welcome to the Six Figure Product Biz Podcast. I'm Carrie, a product-based business coach. I started, scaled, and sold a successful multi-six-figure e-commerce business, and now I love teaching entrepreneurs like you how to start, grow, and scale your dream product business. I'm obsessed with all things marketing, e-commerce, and business, and I cannot wait to share all my secrets with you. I also love all things dogs and coffee. Each week, you'll learn step-by-step tangible strategies to help you scale to the next level in your business, skyrocket your sales and traffic, reach more customers, and gain greater visibility in your business. Because I know you don't want to waste your time or energy trying to figure it out all on your own, but you want the business growth roadmap so you can create a profitable product business that gives you the life you love. Whether you're thinking of starting a product biz or scaling yours, this podcast is the secret sauce to making all those dreams come true. So grab your coffee and your favorite notepad and let's get started. Welcome to episode 49 of the Six Figure Product Business Podcast. I am so excited for today's episode because we have one of my amazing, amazing, amazing Slain Scale Product Academy alumni students, Tracy Fatachik of Pretty Set Go, which is a beauty subscription box business. Um, we dive into so much goodness with Tracy. She's someone that has such a really unique and interesting background. You know, she's a very multi-passionate business owner. She has multiple businesses and she shares a lot of her experience inside of the Slay and Scale Product Academy program and how it was able to help her increase her sales by 100%. And she shares so much interesting stuff about, for example, her experience using TikTok and how TikTok has, has really helped her business grow. And um, she just shares so many interesting things about how her business has been able to really pivot in a positive way in 20 or since 2020, um, since COVID happened. And as someone who was a hair industry educator, she had to figure out some other options um, to bring in multiple streams of revenue. So I'm so excited to have Tracy talk so much um, throughout this episode. And I'm just really just have been grateful to have gotten to know her over the year. She's just pretty amazing. And I love hearing people that you know, going through a hard time and just being able to pivot and come out on the other end, doing so many cool things. And her business is amazing. It is a it's a beauty and hair subscription box business, but they offer people a virtual tutorial uh, once you purchase the box. So if you buy a hair subscription box, you get a virtual like tutorial of how to use your item. So it's so perfect if you're someone who, like me, does not really know how to put on makeup or do their hair. Um, if you guys see me in my Instagram stories, I literally have a top knot or a top bun in my hair almost every day and I barely ever wear makeup. So um, I think her product can really help people. And yeah, she's just amazing. So anyway, grab your coffee or grab an extra glass wine because this is going to be an amazing episode. Before we dive into today's episode, I want to invite you to join me inside the Slay and Scale Product Academy. This is a course that will teach you foundations in your business, marketing, sales channels, and how to build a community, um, all which will help you grow your product-based business. So if you are a subscription box business or you're an e-commerce store and you were looking for more consistent sales, more profit, more customers, 
and a better community with a roadmap of exactly what to do, where to spend your time and how to do it, then this course is perfect for you. So again, this is for subscription box or e-commerce businesses. So if you have a subscription box or you have a store on Shopify, then this course is great for you. If you are currently making under or less than $10,000 per month, then this course is perfect for you. It'll give you the foundations. It'll help you fix the cracks in your business. It will help you know how to leverage marketing. It'll help you know where else to sell your products. And it will help you create loyalty with your customers. Your customers buy from you again and again and again. They promote your business to their friends and family. This course is everything that I have learned over the past six years of having my own businesses, my product-based businesses, and with my clients, my students, and all that jazz. So the cart closes tomorrow at midnight. So it closes Wednesday, September 29th at midnight. Next time we relaunch this, it will be more expensive. And so I want you to get in now. We have flexible payment plans. You can literally get started for $99 today. It is a no-brainer. I invite you inside. Check it out. The links are in the show notes below. And again, like Tracy, who we have on the podcast today, she's gone through my program and she had did such a great job in it and just crushed it. That can be you as well. So I want to help you with your business. That is why I created this course to help you. So again, if this sounds like a good fit for you, please join me below and you can check out the information on the link below. All right, guys, uh, let's get started. Tracy, welcome to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, thank you, Carrie. I am too. What an honor. Oh, I love it. Um, so let's, let's just dive in. So I feel like we have so much fun stuff to talk about. I'm so excited. So Tracy, I've met, I think it was maybe like a little bit under a year ago. We did like a strategy session together and then you've been in my, um, slay and scale course. And I'm just so impressed with all the amazing stuff that you've done over the past six months or so. Um, or actually I think like 10 months since I first chatted with you. Um, yeah. But you have such a cool background, so much experience, like so much fun stuff. So I'm so excited to dive in and just let people know about, you know, all the stuff that you're that you're doing for your business and you do with because you have I don't know if you have multiple businesses, but like you have multiple streams. So I think it's so interesting. But before we dive in, um, tell just give us a little intro or a little bio, um, a little bit about you and like how you ended up where you are today. Perfect. Thanks, Carrie. Um, yes, I do have multiple businesses. Um, I would have to say that I'm a multi-passionate person. Um, but my background actually starts in the beauty industry. Almost 30 years ago, I started working in a salon as a manager and coordinator back in my hometown in Anchorage, Alaska, and um, fell in love with the industry on the business side. And then that's when I decided to go to cosmetology school. So I was a little bit of a non-traditional type of learner in that respect or career path starter. And the beauty industry has treated me wonderfully. I've been able to live in three different states, stop a business, start a business, um, grow salons. And I also worked for about 10 years um, over the last 10 years as a um, international trainer and educator for a major product brand. And, um, it was kind of with last year, um, or I should say five years ago, I invented an app. And that was when I discovered that, um, e-com 
and digital technology could actually really elevate um, the client's experience as well as the um, stylist or salon owner's experience. And then last year, um, when we had the pandemic kick in and everything closed down in the pause, that's when I really started exploring into the beauty box world because I had products just sitting on the shelves and employees that I had to pay. And that's how I actually ended up finding you through that. So it's kind of surreal being on this podcast with you today. Oh, I love it. I know. It's so funny. I actually didn't, I forgot how you initially found me, but um, it is funny that, you know, you find someone and then you, I don't know. It's just funny how things kind of come full circle and you never know the connections that you make and kind of like where it takes you. I love it. So um, yeah. Amazing. You've done so many cool things. I love that you you're like, yeah, I, I you know worked for ten years for a you know major product brand, and this is I'm not sure if you're not allowed to say who it is, but it's like a brand that like everyone knows. So yeah, I mean, that's amazing. <laughs> it's I am. It's um Paul Mitchell. It's all on mm-hmm. record that I was with them. Um, we parted with really great ways, but what was cool about it is um and what me- made me kind of pull the trigger to start working with you to be honest and i don't want to jump too far ahead so pull me back if you need to but was that um i found your podcast because obviously when you're starting a new adventure you start researching and things start showing up on your live and podcasts are something i love and um there was, I listened to multiple podcasts and there was something that you said in the podcast that really resonated with uh, who I am and what I wanted to create. Um, And it was really about the customer experience and showing that experience kind of everywhere your business lives. And it was also the same reason why I partnered with Paul Mitchell and why I hire employees that I do in my traditional beauty business is that everybody's getting an experience and it's important to ensure that all experiences. And so then that's when I reached out initially to you. Gosh, I want to say maybe yeah, it was like January when I was like, okay, I think I need to talk to you. And I'd already launched the box, but it wasn't really doing a whole lot. And I'm like, I need to reach out to this expert that scaled so quickly um, and created this amazing business and is now teaching the rest of the world how to do it themselves. Oh my God. I love that. I love that. It makes me super happy that the customer experience piece was actually the part that made you reach out because I think for most people that, you know, I feel like most people would be like, oh, you know, she mentioned like a great tip about marketing or sales and customer experience is something that I am so psycho passionate about. And so that makes me happy that that was the thing that kind of made you say, all right, I got to work with this girl. Like, we we care about the same thing so i love that absolutely customer experience is so important it's something that um and just for anyone listening i know a lot of people that listen have you know newer businesses but you know you always do want to really like look at how you're treating customers and always think how you can enhance your experience more by you know there's a lot of things you can do but um but anyway i'm glad that that was the the thing that's awesome i love that <laughs> um and let's kind of talk about your business so can you talk a little bit about your your current subscription box business let's kind of hear about that i'd love to it's one of my new favorite babies um pretty <laughs> set go is the name of the um subscription box And it is um, a little untraditional for a traditional beauty box. Uh, We have certain looks that are wrapped around each box. And then you select from that 
um, fill out a quiz and then we curate the box based upon your needs. So if you are wanting to achieve like the perfect model off duty way, then you are somebody that wants to subscribe to the pretty wavy. And then you tell us a little bit about your hair. So when the products are being selected, it's based around that. And then I think what's the point of difference, and we were one of the first in the market to do this, is we actually provide a virtual um, live tutorial with one of our artists. So when you get the box, we actually are there. You just scan the QR code, and we're there to teach you how to use the products in the box, answer any questions for you, to really help you, um, as they say, kind of get to the bottom of the bottle. Because I know for myself as just a person who loves beauty products, I seem to never have got to the bottom of the bottle unless I had somebody really teach me how to use it. And that's also how it kind of spilled over my experience and training that was so um, deep and wide in the beauty industry as a licensed cosmetologist and makeup artist. Um, and it's been really fun. And, you know, like the pretty natural, if you really want to achieve like a natural looking makeup eye, then then pretty natural. And we have some beautiful palettes that we work with, but if it doesn't work for your coloration. We have the ability to reach out to make sure that we pick colors that match your skin tone or you're able to achieve that end result. And I think education, um, that was something else that you always talked about, Carrie, is about, um, you know, the marketing, the SEO, the advertising, all of those things are super important. But the reason why is because you want to educate your customer as to what you're trying to do for them. And that will then enrich the customer's experience with you. So you do teach the marketing, the SEO, how to create a, a jamming website, like all those different <laughs> things. But um, the education is such a big piece and such a large component of Pretty Set Go. I love that. And I think too, um, I think the fact that you're doing virtual tutorials is so huge. I mean, that I was like, one of the things I think like when people are starting a business, one question that I get asked a lot is like, how I think, well, maybe I'm going to reverse that. I think people are starting a business or they have a business and they don't do anything different. They, they're they like, all right, you know, I'm going to launch a dog subscription box. So I'm going to be just like the biggest person in the like the biggest shark in the room, which is BarkBox. Instead of being like, let me actually do research, figure out what the customer might not be getting from a bark box or whatever. And then I could offer that or just try to do something different. So I love that, you know, you are, you launched a product in, I mean, I'm not sure if I would say that it's a saturated niche. I mean, maybe, I mean, the beauty industry is super saturated. I'm not sure about yeah. like, like beauty, beauty subscription boxes, boxes I, I think, think probably, but I love yes. the fact that you truly did something so unique and something that would truly help solve a pain point for the customer. So it's interesting because um, one of the things that um, I've always done when I'm launching a new business, because remember I said I've moved from three different locations. So I've moved from Alaska to Ohio to Minnesota. Now I live in Illinois in the Chicagoland area suburb. And every single time when I'm starting a business, the area I'm in there's a specific way that I like to research the area. And I literally just go on Yelp and Google reviews and see what all of the top salons, what their largest complaint from their customers are. Mm -hmm. And then that's how I realize what's missing in the market. Now, the box is available, you know, anywhere in the world. But 
a lot of the problems are the same. And a lot of the challenges of my hair didn't last or the product was too heavy or, you know, my hair got really frizzy, um, trying to use a texture spray. Well, these are all like clues I feel and hints, um, of how to really make a point of difference. And when I saw those reviews, it made me realize that people are buying the boxes and I vetted out and bought boxes myself, but there was, you know, like a little three by five card that mm-hmm. might say or suggest how to use it. But mm-hmm. like, let's talk about the eyeshadow palette. If you have hooded lids, the mm-hmm. direction card is not going to be tailored to the same application for somebody that might have hooded eyelids. Um, so, and I was like, well, no wonder people, you know, stop using a subscription box after a certain period of time. And what's really cool is that when I started working with you, you kind of solidified everything I was thinking, um, which was really, you know, like, no, she's telling everybody to do this and I've been doing it. So that means that it's like, I'm not crazy. It's true because, you know, (laughs) as an entrepreneur, you feel like you're alone all the time. And, um, you know, but it, it was like, no, vet this out, figure it out. And then that's what made me realize that it was the education component about it. We didn't need to be the biggest, but we needed to offer um, the best to the customer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's so true. And I think I love the fact I have to just acknowledge the fact that you actually go through and look at Yelp reviews because that's something that I always really encourage people to do. And, you know, whenever I t- I'm working with a new client or a student, you know, I say, go in and look at your competitors. Like you have to know your competitors. You need to know them very well. You need to know what they're doing right and what they're doing wrong and what the opportunity is for you. And I was like, literally the easiest way to do that is go through reviews on every single place that you can find them. And you will find everything that you could need to know about a business <laughs> through reviews. Because because like people generally in like I'm not really a person who writes reviews um, unless I like something, but a lot of people are the opposite. If they like your stuff, they keep they keep quiet, um, but they're very vocal when they don't like it and they'll write you nasty reviews. And so you want to go through those and like, yeah, like pick out the little golden like tips where people are telling you what they actually want or whatever. So I love that. That's you're just amazing. <laughs> I feel like you do. You do so so many things right. Um, And what made you because like I feel like we've had many conversations because I'm someone that I've actually been meaning to order. I'm like literally opening up your website on my phone right now as we're talking. (laughs) I'm like, I need to order a box. Um, But like I've had many conversations with Tracy in on Instagram, like in the DM where, you know, I was like, Tracy, um, I don't understand why, but. I'm getting so I don't wear a lot of makeup, but I wear mascara. And I was like, I'm getting mascara marks under my eye. (laughs) And so I'm doing Zoom calls and I get off the Zoom call and I have black stuff all under my eye. And I'm like, oh, my God. And of course, no one ever like no one ever tells you in the middle of your Zoom call that you have makeup on your on your face. But that's like, why am I doing that? And so she kind of explained it could be from the cleanser because I use a lot of oil facial products. And she said it might be the cleanser or it might be residue or something. Um, So if I didn't have Tracy to ask my makeup questions to, like, I just wouldn't know. And I'm someone who is terrible with makeup. You were talking about the eyelids and the eyeshadow. and It literally like goes right over my head. I don't know how to do any of that. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So for me, this is like, I could be your ideal customer because I am really bad with makeup and hair stuff. And 
I don't know how to use it really well. And if I don't know how to use it, I get intimidated and then I just won't buy it. So how, just to preface that, but like how, what made you want to offer the virtual tutorial appointments? Well, it was a little bit of a twofold. It was um, one, my experience in the beauty industry obviously the goal of a salon is to sell products to the customers as well because it is a huge piece of just even in a salon in the beauty industry how the owner actually gets a paycheck they're not getting it off of the services their team provides it's off the sales well as an owner i realized that if a customer didn't know how to use something they would never repetitively purchase. So that's strictly from the business aspect of it, right? The numbers and the and the books every month. Then the other side of it was, I have this mobile app company where I have on location um, beauty professionals that are going out in the world and providing services. When things close down and pause, I didn't want to lose these amazing individuals that work with me, number one. And number two, I didn't want them to have to struggle. So for me, it was, I will be honest, it was not something where one day I was like, I'm going to retire from teaching hair products and become a subscription box owner. Like that was never even on the radar, but I had to pay these people and I had to ensure that they survived and my business survived last year. And um, what I realized is that I operate really well in an emergency situation. And then that's why I started the boxes is because now not only are they still getting paid, but these beauty professionals are able to practice what they're talented at in the comfort of their own home through the camera lens, basically. And um, they've loved it because of the simple fact that they're putting their availability in. It's a free service. So if somebody requests an appointment, they just automatically connect with them. And it kept their minds fresh and um, invigorated and motivated to get through a section of the pandemic um, until they could get back to taking care of clients one-on-one. And then what I realized by offering this is that it doesn't matter anywhere in the world, somebody can receive these um, tutorials and consultations as long as they have strong Wi-Fi. And unless you're in a really remote part of the world, that really allows me to, instead of being a successful salon owner in my neighborhood, I was able to actually stretch out to anywhere in the world. And we've had a couple of clients overseas purchase the box, which that's a whole nother conversation, right? About shipping and handling and how to structure that all. And then, um, (laughs) but to be able to even just share with them how to utilize these items has been um, huge, huge for somebody that considered themselves probably just a hairdresser at Mm -hmm. one point in time. It taught me that um, myself and my team are capable of so much more than just a beauty professional behind the chair. And that's, that's life changing. It is. Yeah. I just, I do feel like just with COVID and I think COVID has really put a lot of, you know, people are saying, okay, I need to pivot a little bit or I need to try something different. Or if I sell products in person, I need to figure out how to do this online. So it's interesting the um, opportunities that have, you know, I, I'm someone who thinks, try really works hard to always think positive. And I'm like, you know, so many negative things have happened in the last year or actually almost two years now. Isn't that crazy? Um, 
But I do think like forcing yourself to stop and pivot, it it can bring other opportunities. So um, I think that's amazing. And I'm just curious, just as I always like, I'm always curious to feel like what, what do you feel like was the... When you st- went to start this subscription business, what was the most like frustrating thing that you just couldn't figure out? Or what was the thing that you had the hardest time with? Um, it was all the things that kind of the reasons why I went to you and to your academy and what have you is that um, it was a different, it was similar, but a different mindset than what mm-hmm. I was doing before. So I needed someone to coach and mentor me on how to quickly make the right decisions and right decisions as in does my website fit for what a subscription box um, purchaser would want to see Mm -hmm. and um, is there enough information on there the seo is something Um, should i be paying for marketing and advertising or should i be trying to work things out as a word of mouth and then even as simple as Am I on the correct subscription box websites? And how do I get better deals on my boxes? How do I get better deals on the items inside of it? Is it okay to negotiate with these mm-hmm. brands to so that I can pass through um, a larger profit margin to my business and my team? Like there were so many of those. There's no one question, I guess, mm-hmm. that I could say it was just, it was like traditional business on steroids because I was going and doing something that I had never done before. Um, and I'm not, I, I, I make, I, I'm worried I'm making it sound too easy. And I want people to know that, um, it was really challenging, but incredibly rewarding. So there were days that I was like, is this going to work? How am I going to make this? Um, it's not easy starting a business and, but finding that, you are solving problems for customers that might still be working from home or their first responders um, or just helping people feel pretty at the end of the day. It's an outside of an inside thing. Those were like the, um, the feel good heart motivation pieces of it all. But um, there was technical things that I was just like, I don't know what to do and how to do this. And <laughs> that's really why. I reached out to you in January of mm-hmm. um, 2021 to ask, like, I think I need a strategy session with you. I think I need a mentor, somebody to look over things and tell me, you know, where I suck and where I don't suck. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I know starting a business can be so hard. And um, I know I started my product business. It's, you know, it's been five plus years now, which is crazy. But I was in the same boat. I, you know, I tell people like I wasted so much time researching boxes. Like I knew every single thing there was to know about corrugated (laughs) mailer boxes. And then it's like, well, what size box do I get? How much is the shipping going to be? And you don't know so many things. Like if your box, if the box is over a pound, then that puts you at a different pricing and if it's under a pound then it you're you're probably going to reduce the shipping cost by 50%. So, you know, there's so many things to learn and um obviously I'm so glad that you did reach out because it's been amazing to, you know, get to know you personally and also to see your business and kind of like all the cool things you're doing. So, um I think that's amazing, but yeah, it is. It's a struggle starting a product-based business and anyone and I never say it's easy. Like I'm 
I'm the first one to be very honest about how challenging this all is because we we all start from day one. We all have to like learn all the things and like figure out what works for us. But you know, it is. I love how you talked about the like making fe- people feel good, um, and that's like a big motivator, f- you know, for your business. So I think you know we have to all have something that makes it worth it because you know there are days when you just want to cry or scream or throw something. I know I do all three or. I <laughs> I did do all three. <laughs> um, so you have to have something that like, you know, some sort of a deeper mission, because otherwise, like, I don't know, I'm not sure if it's worth it if there isn't a deeper mission there. But um, but yeah, I think it's 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 hard to to do all the things and learn all the things. And I love the examples that you were giving, like, I forget what you said, like, does this suck? Or um, like, is this working? Or like, what subscription platform should I be on? Um yeah, they're they're all good questions that like a lot of other people are, especially when you're first launching, like you're trying to just figure out the the foundations, the basics, and and all that. So, um, and when when it comes to marketing, like how are you getting customers? Well, this is where um, social mm-hmm. media has been a great benefit to build off mm-hmm. the regular customer base. So the in the beginning the customer base for the box was really customers through my mobile company that were reaching out that were like, Hey, I have extensions that are still in. How do I get these out? So we created Mm -hmm. the pretty long box, which has um, a extension remover and all the things that go with that. You know, I'm somebody that's like, I need my hair retouched. Well, we weren't selling color in the boxes, but we were making sure that we had like tinted sprays for them. So my original customer base from my previous business, they were telling me what they wanted. And so we were curating the boxes that way. Um, Then what ended up happening, I was like, at one point, I'm like, wow, this really could be a complete pivot for me. And how I there's more people out there that this could actually really serve. So then at that point in time, I actually started using just my own personal Instagram page, as well as my mobile business Instagram page, just to talk a little bit about it. And so then people started sliding in to the DMs and asking. And then that was when I was like, okay, well, now it's time for me to get a website. And it's time for me to go on this subscription box website. So it was a little bit of everything. And I think that that's what's you always preach this, but I think that it needs to be said more is that if any one of those things, like if my website collapsed today, Mm -hmm. um, somebody could type in pretty set go and they're either going to find our Instagram page or our crate joy website or some, you know, they'll find me and my own person, my other business website. Like there's so many different avenues. And, um, I think that's also what's really important for people that are listening. I hope they hear that it might be like, oh, I don't want to spend the extra $20, $30, $40 per month to have like two different areas that people could purchase my um, product box or a product business from. Mm-hmm. But if you leverage them the right way, it's almost like, um, well, I'm a mom. My kids are all grown. You're a mom. So if it, I would liken it to almost like you have you like your main babysitter that you like to use, but then you always have the backup babysitter in case you and your husband <laughs> really do need a night out. And, um, that's kind of what all these opportunities and avenues give, but I built my previous business 100% on social media, which was great. Hmm. But, um, so I knew a lot about social media leveraging it that way, 
but a subscription box business is different. Again, it's, it is no matter what box it is, it is pretty saturated. So you need to have multiple points when somebody Googles you that they can see everything. So I started with social, went into um, my personal website, then went into a crate jar website, and then just started building from there. Oh, nice. And yes, the stuff that you're saying about being present on multiple places, so important. Um, so, so, so important. I feel like I talk about this every single day to like an annoying degree. <laughs> I'm like, Instagram is not like a, it's, that's not the whole business marketing. You know what I mean? They have to be <laughs> going to be doing other things. So I love that. Um, I love that you're doing that. And then in terms of, I know that we've had a couple conversations about, um, your, I think, I'm not sure if it's an affiliate program or your brand ambassador program, mm-hmm. but talk a little bit about how you're leveraging that and maybe like, yeah, maybe a little bit about like what you're doing and how that's working for you. Thank you for asking about that. Um, Beyond the fact that we've lasted a year with this box, um, the brand ambassador program is something I'm super proud of, is that we, um, it can be considered an influencer or an affiliate, which you don't have to be like the crazy, like million follower influencer, but it's an opportunity for beauty professionals uh, and, and people that love beauty that are in and out of the industry that they can sign up as our ambassador. And then we actually have like a little starter kit we send them and um, even some social media items to help them promote. And any referral that comes from them utilizing their unique code, they'll receive 25% commission off the sale of the boxes. And it's neat because those it's another stream of income. And to be able to know that as they help us, I'm helping the beauty professionals or the beauty people that are beauty fans make a little extra money. Um, It's been amazing. And what's interesting is that it was a slow go. I'm not going to lie. And then Mm -hmm. all of a sudden um, we went on, I went on TikTok and launched pretty set go on TikTok. And we had a viral video. It Mm -hmm. hit like, I think it's at like 30,000 views. And within like 48 hours, I had, 1300 people requesting to be part of the ambassador program. Wow. And um, yeah, it's exciting. And at the same time, like, again, remember we were talking about the laughing and the crying and all those things. It was a little bit (laughs) (laughs) like laughter through tears, I guess is the best way to say it. Wow. And um, yeah. And it is so I have 1300 people to filter through and then, but by having that powerhouse that was created just simply off of that, um, we've been able to grow pretty set go so incredibly and get, and it, it created the level of legitimacy for those that were on the perimeter watching us that are like, do I want to be involved? But, and I shared this with you that once the ambassador program took off and the sales started taking off. Mm-hmm. I was actually able to step away from being an educator for um, Paul Mitchell um, because this was my other business was coming back and as the mobile business. And then this business of the subscription box was building so much. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I wow. I was able to be like, okay, this pretty set goes gonna, not only going to work, but it, it, it's getting an amazing income off of it. And I'm helping people. Oh, my God. Wow, that's amazing. I have to I have to ask though. So are are using TikTok still? 
Yes, I am. <laughs> and we haven't had another video go viral. But uh-huh. what's interesting is that um, we still have really great views. We're still hitting anywhere from the 500 to 1,000 or so mark. Um, but what's also cool about that is that because now Instagram does reels and mm-hmm. they're into it, I'm just creating one piece of content um, on the outside of social media and then editing it to address the different consumers and people Mm -hmm. that are, that live on TikTok as viewers and live on Instagram as viewers. And then by that, I'm able to source out more individuals that are interested in becoming part of the ambassador program, as well as purchasing a box. So it's not really about how many total views that you have. It's about Mm -hmm. who's engaging with you on the back end of things. And that's a big learning lesson, I think, for so many of us. Yeah, definitely. I think we get really caught up with, you know, I only have 200 followers or, you know, and it's we forget that, you know, the followers are actual people. And like, so I guess that's a whole that's a whole nother conversation. Um, I'm just curious because I feel like I have another podcast recording today with someone who has like is crushing it on TikTok. And TikTok is not that's not been my jam. I don't really know much about it. I am very intrigued to start, though. I feel like I just keep hearing from people over and over and over and over again how they are just like TikTok's easier. It's easier to make video. It's easier to grow. And I think so many of us, me included, are just frustrated with Instagram, you know? Um, (laughs) Yeah, like Instagram's gotten a little big for their britches. I hope they're not like... like Their algorithm people aren't listening. Yeah, it's just it's annoying. It's it's so I feel like it's such an annoying platform. Every day there's like a different change. And, you know, while I am all for video, I mean, I love video now and I love, love, love reels. I feel like, you know, you do all this stuff and even like accounts that have grown a lot quicker in the past even they're like, no, Instagram sucks. Like, no, no, no one's seeing my stuff. No one's it's not reaching anyone. So I don't know. I feel like maybe it's time that we we all move over to TikTok. (laughs) I cannot believe I'm saying that, too. That's what's interesting about it is that um, I feel like it's the it's the customer base at TikTok. The customer base at TikTok is a bit more, um, as well as probably the founders of TikTok, they're a bit more open-minded. They're a bit more um, yeah. encouraging to people really engaging and being on there. And I do have to say, like, I do not dance in any of my videos <laughs> or anything like that. And even though I was a dancer when I was younger and as a kid, um, but oh. so you don't have to be goofy on there. But what I find is that because the, even the viewers are so open about mm-hmm. watching you just because people are curious over there Yeah, that it's almost like when I create for TikTok, it's almost like a non-judgmental zone. Mm-hmm. And whereas Instagram and I, I'm wondering if it's because we come from, there was that time frame when you needed like these perfectly beautifully curated yes. Instagram pages before mm-hmm. anybody would have a conversation with you outside of it <laughs> or even in the DMs um, that I'm just curious if that's kind of like that judginess is kind of like hanging in there. Yeah. Um, but I'm starting to explore Pinterest because Pinterest Yay. videos are yes. becoming and I posted um, just a couple of items, not even maybe like two videos, but then mm-hmm. um, 
a lot of my share the chair interviews on Instagram. You included the one that you were on. Thank you for that. And one of them I received like, well, not one, but in a month's period of just posting it with no followers on Pinterest, Mm -hmm. there was like 8,000 views on my Pinterest page. So I think that these other video platforms are going to start giving Instagram a little bit of a run for their money. And Mm -hmm. so, which is exciting. Um, yeah. as somebody who tends to be a bit competitive and um, <laughs> it's always competition's good. It is. It is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't even know what to expect anymore. I, all I know is that I feel like my, my thoughts are that video is not going away and you got to show up in video. You got to show your face. You have to engage with people and whether that's on, you know, Instagram, TikTok, whatever, you know, it's, it's all good. Um, I have I have another question about TikTok, though. Do you feel like the audiences for you are different on both platforms? Like, do you feel oh, like... Oh, absolutely. absolutely. Can you talk a little bit about, like, what, what that is? Because I feel like a lot of people that, you know, whether they're students or people just that want to grow their business, I think people are concerned that it's, like, the same people and I don't want to, like, repeat the same stuff. Like, I don't want to repeat my content, so... Mm-hmm. No, it's... Um... So TikTok is a bit more international. Um, okay. TikTok, the way your presence is shown up. So you're dealing with people all over the world. Um, they love kind of like, they love giveaways. They love freebies. They love discounts. They like to be entertained. And what I mean entertained is they like, they're the people that, again, that raw, they like to see the behind the scenes stuff. Hmm. Um Instagram tends to be the people that do actually like a a bit of a nicely created um, commercial, so to speak. And so the customers that engage on TikTok, they're, they're probably the kind of personality type that if like a box showed up a couple of days later than it was supposed to, they would be completely understandable. They're like, yeah, that happens. I mean, there's mailing issues. Whereas It's funny because then I look at like some of the clients that come off of Instagram or customers that purchase off of Instagram, they -hmm. have like a million and one questions. So you (laughs) need to keep your Instagram almost like super duper tight. And like if we send out obviously an email prior to your next month's subscriptions to let you know it's on the way and your card's going to get charged. And then another email cadence we offer is we do an email as well as a SMS text message notification with the link stating, do you want the same box or do you want to experience one of our other boxes? Um, Is there anything like just giving us more info of like before we actually pack it and those people, Instagram people tend to respond quite a bit to that. TikTok people, I will be honest with you because we track it. They're not really like, yes, it has to be changed. They're just happy to see what new products for, you know, the pretty expressive, which is the eyebrow box. They're just happy to see what they're going to get for a brow product this go around. Interesting. That is so interesting. I like that you gave specific examples of, you know, I feel like the Instagram people would get upset if the product was late and the TikTok people don't care. I love that. Um, That is so interesting. I'm, yeah, you're making me a lot more curious about TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) You would have a lot of fun on it. Um, You have Mm -hmm. a beautiful son and you have two great dogs. I mean, even just the dog running away and talking about one more thing that I have to deal (laughs) with as a business owner. Yeah. 
odds are that would probably go vital viral of like literally your son running away with the dog somewhere, you know, so <laughs> oh my God. people will be like, Oh yeah, I can totally relate to her. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. Um, yeah, I just think, I don't know. I feel like I'm on like an Instagram complaining kick this week, but I think it's good to, you know, and I have to also practice what I preach. Like I tell people you have to be in multiple platforms and all that. So, um, yeah, I feel like I need to give it a shot. Um, I just have one more question, if you don't mind. So people, I love hearing like the what's the most interesting thing that you've learned since starting a business? But what do you feel like your biggest mistake was since you have launched your subscription business? I know that's probably a hard question because I feel like we all make a lot of mistakes, but which, what one like just stands out in your mind? I think my biggest mistake was um, probably one, not starting it sooner. I think that there mm-hmm. was like the evolution of a niche of um, video education that was coming around the corner that I didn't recognize. Um, so I could actually use that even more so in my um, other businesses and then being able to translate it in. I think the, it seems so silly, but the second mistake was um, I did not. And I know you say like, just get a box, put some pretty stickers on it, send it out. You're good. It's what's inside the box. People matter. But um, I I didn't research, like, I hate my boxes. I hated my box. I even have them, like, we're on video with each other now. I have them in the back behind me. I hate the original edition of the box simply because I didn't know who I was at that time. So I probably should have spent a little bit more time, not just on my customer avatar, but really on who we are as a business and what we want to serve versus, and it was a result of, obviously, the situation. But that's the biggest thing I would say to somebody is, really hone in not just on your customer, but also who you are as a business person, because then a lot of the decisions you make will be um, a true gut response versus, well, they're doing this. Maybe I should. Um, Just trusting my gut a little bit more and putting a little bit more effort in um, knowing who we are and what we're going to be representing in this industry. I love that. And I like, yes, I'm watching your video and I think the boxes look so pretty. I don't even remember what they looked like before. This is actually the before, and it's literally oh, okay. that a is the box before. I bought off of Amazon and slapped a sticker on. And I've got new oh, boxes coming okay. in that are, um, they're really pretty. But I had leftover stickers from my mobile business, and I'm like, well, I just got to get something oh. out there. I got to give them a box. I couldn't send them a white cardboard box mm-hmm. um, because, again, you and I hadn't really officially met yet. So, I was like, well, I'm not going to put like a bunch of different stickers. And then like we started working together and I'm like, no, actually some of the examples that Carrie's showing me with, it's like a really pretty cardboard box. that's white Mm -hmm. with colorful stickers about who you are, like rainbows and pastel clouds and a little mini logo and smiley face. Like that's actually really cute. Like <laughs> Maybe mm-hmm. if I spent a little bit more time. Oh, <laughs> well, I think the pa- I think your packaging looks great, and I actually had no idea that was a sticker. For some reason, I thought those were printed. So, oh, thank um, you. Yeah, but I di- I feel like now that I rem- now that I'm looking at those, and you mentioned that I now I remember you had sent a message with the updated box. I think it's like more of a light pink. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Nice. Yeah, I feel like packaging is so tricky, and I know that. I feel like I talked about this maybe on my podcast episode from a week or two ago, but like one of the 
best pieces of advice that anyone ever gave me when I started my business was I right after I launched, I was like, all right, I want to get better packaging. I want I went to a box manufacturer in California where I lived and I was inquiring about pricing to get boxes printed. And he said to me, you know, I wouldn't recommend you do that. He was like, you shouldn't, you know, you should wait. He was like, you've just launched your business. Why don't you wait six months? And then you'll really understand your customer and what type of packaging what they would like. And I was like, you're right. Like, I should wait. And he was so right. Um, I launched like with a simple box. It was from a like a, you know, I forget the name of the company now, like Pack Lane or something. You just print the box that has a color. It had a logo. It had like a couple bit of text on it. It was plain, but it was cute. But what happened was a year later, I created like the dream subscription box packaging. Like it was a dream. I spent months researching to come up with the most um, incredible design that would literally stop people scrolling through social media, scrolling on, you know, through ads and all that. And I wouldn't have, I would never in a million bazillion years have been able to do that if I had just launched that right away. You know, it took me a year of getting customers and knowing exactly what my customer would love and what would make them happy. And my business sales went up a hundred, like right away after launching that new box. But, you know, you have to wait and really know your customer. So I love that, you know, you referenced that and the importance of it because it's so true. You know, it's interesting that you said something there that triggered a memory is that mm-hmm. when I started it, um, because I, I started it so quickly, the box that I thought I knew who my customer was. And then it's it was the same thing for me that it wasn't about the box. It was what was inside the box and what I was delivering to people. And it was when I started understanding that my customer may not actually be who I thought my customer was going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's like right around the time we met each other. Um, it when that happened, and I started shifting that I understood who my customer was. That is when my sales started escalating. That is when I start. We started getting busier. Um, and then I think also too is like the there's a twofold. I I thought of there was a. I thought you had to pay full wholesale price for the products and the items inside. And, um, because that's just what you just automatically assume. And as time has gone on the mistake, one of the mistakes I made is that I probably didn't negotiate as much with the Mm -hmm. product and lines that went inside my box. Yes. And, and that's, I, I don't know, Carrie, I think it feels that's kind of like a personal belief in yourself. Well, who am I to ask for them to give me a deeper discount? Mm -hmm. And then I realized, well, I have this number of people getting the box every single month, I'm advertising their products for free for them. So there should be some level of give and take. And you confirm that in your academy. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, Oh my God. Yes. (laughs) I would. And it's funny too, because I'm not, I like, I sell things that I believe in. So I'm happy to sell my courses because I believe in them. I'm honest. I give you a lot of information that will help you. So I have no problem selling my own stuff. But when it comes to like regular life, I would not negotiate with someone like that's my that's what my husband will do. He will try to negotiate like there's a guy coming over to install um, blinds in my office. He was like negotiating the price. And I'm just sitting there being like, I don't care. I'll just like 
stop negotiating. Let's just pay him what he's asking. But when it came to my product-based business, I was such a psycho with negotiating. I was literally like, I want this mu- I want this much discount. I want free shipping. And if you can't do it, then see you later. I'll find someone else. I was like a master negotiator. And the thing is, is that a lot of businesses will actually work with you if you just, you have to ask for it though. They're not just going to give you a discount. But if you're like, you know what? What's your distrib- distributor pricing? Um, can we do better? How how much more do I need to order to get free shipping? Like you have to be aggressive, but you have to ask for discounts. Otherwise, they're going to like bill you at whatever their 50% rate or whatever. Um, but yes, I, yes, <laughs> you definitely have to negotiate like a ninja. Even when I was brand new and I had no customers, I negotiated by marketing. I said, I will... I'll include you in um, an email blast to my email list. I'll include you on my inserts that go in the boxes and I'll promote you. Like I'll refer people to go to your website and buy more of your products. So I would negotiate with them for marketing stuff for, you know, when I was small and new and that worked, um, that worked really well when I was new. And then as my business grew, I could leverage because I was ordering a lot more inventory. And then of course I would not refer people to their website, I would refer them to my own website where I would resell their products and make more money. So um, think like you got to be really great. You got to be creative, but you have to be comfortable asking for discounts. And like when I say comfortable, I mean, you need to be a shark and say, no, I will not pay your wholesale. I want distributor pricing and I want free shipping. (laughs) (laughs) And that's huge. I love it. Once you start, once you reach a point that and you know, that was um, something else you're like that you had shared when we first had a conversation. I think you may have even shared it in one of your podcasts at one point in time that um, it doesn't matter how many boxes that you sell, you are still always allowed to ask for that discount. And then things start to turn. And that was, I realized in the last like few months, things started turning and where my box was mm-hmm. becoming more known or my social media presence was becoming more known is mm-hmm. I'm now having in the last few months, product lines coming to me to talk about being in the box. And yes. that's huge. Yes. And I never, I know that there's huge subscription box companies out there. And the reason that they only have sample size products in their boxes is because they're getting all of that for free because of the, like you had said, the email list that you've Mm -hmm. got, but I use full size products. So Mm -hmm. for a company to come to me and be willing to put full size products in our boxes at a deeper discount or um, complimentary, so many units, or like you said, free shipping. That really means that the beauty brands or all the brands want to do business with the people that you do business with. So, as a concierge mm-hmm. in between, why shouldn't we be able to negotiate? Because if I can put 10 items in a box and still keep the price the same for my customers, why not? Mm-hmm. Let's yeah. be generous all around. They have deep pockets. They may, they're okay. It's a beauty industry is a one billion dollar <laughs> industry, and it's only growing. E-commerce. I think they said. I think there's a stat I read recently that e-commerce is expected to grow by like twenty six million by like twenty twenty five or something like that. And that's a kind of a conservative number. Yeah, it's it's crazy. I was reading somewhere that 
I think it was 80, 80 or 90% of all sales, but I think in the next 10 years are going to be online. Yeah. It's crazy, crazy. So I love it. Which is great for us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, this was amazing, Tracy. I just love all your, like, you have so many fun stories and um, such an interesting business. Tell people where they can find you and tell people where they can find the subscription box. And can you just remind them um, the things that you sell? I know that you talked a little bit, but maybe just like a quick overview, because I know there's a lot of people listening that probably could use some help with their makeup or their hair. So <laughs> thanks, Carrie. Including me. <laughs> I love being here. The um, The name of the company is Pretty Set Go. So it's prettysetgo.com. You can also find us on IG, TikTok, Facebook, any of your social channels. Um, if anybody has any questions and they want to reach out to me, all that, the DMs and the emails all come straight through to me. So I get to see them and I can um, respond personally. And at, for Pretty Set Go, we essentially have two boxes. We have, um, or excuse me, three boxes. We have the pretty skin, the pretty face, and the pretty hair. And depending upon your needs, we have little subcategories that fall in there. So we address pretty coily hair for those kinky coily curls. Um, the pretty wavy, if you want to create a wave pattern in your hair. Um, one of my favorites for the hair box is the pretty twisted, which is for you can learn new braid or an updo or a quick little bun tutorial. Um, and then as far as the skin, the pretty skin and the pretty face, those are all based around skincare for the pretty skin. And then pretty face is makeup. So it's um, multiple looks, whether you're going for a natural, a glamorous, a fabulous, you just want to work on your brows um, or highlight and contour, which I think is a really um, kind of a hidden. Not a lot of people know how to do that. So we're there to help out as well. Oh, my gosh. I yeah, I don't know how to do any of that contouring. I'm like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's <looks> so confusing. <laughs> All right, Tracy, this was amazing. Thank you so much for being on here. And thank you for sharing um, just so much good stuff. So thank you so much. Thanks so much, Carrie, um, for listening and inviting me on here. Thank you for everything that you do for all of us newbies in the industry and being so honest and um, so forthright with your experience and sharing your wealth and knowledge. I know it's really helped and impacted me. So hopefully this podcast will help to impact a few other individuals out there. Oh, thank you. I love hearing that. So nice. Thank you, Tracy. <laughs> thank you. Such a great episode. Oh, I love Tracy. She's so interesting and so fun. And she has really also inspired me to check out TikTok. I don't know if you guys are, are using TikTok. If you are, send me a message or an email or send me a message on Instagram and tell me how it's going for you. To be honest with you, TikTok really scares me. <laughs> I don't know why. Um, TikTok just feels overwhelming and scary. So anyway, if you guys are using it, I want to hear what's working for you. If you're a product-based business and you're using TikTok, let me know what's working for you. And yeah, I feel like you need to help me now. <laughs> I need to know how to use TikTok without dancing. Oh my gosh. All right, guys. Um, thank you so much for listening. And again, um, if you've enjoyed this episode, you loved hearing about Tracy's story, one, definitely check out her subscription box and grab yourself a box. It makes a perfect gift for friends and family or for yourself. And two, check out the Slay and Scale Product Academy. The cart closes tomorrow night at midnight, and I want you to be inside that course. I want you to get all of that foundational knowledge you need to grow your business, 
past 10K months without relying on advertisements. So no Facebook ads, no Instagram ads, and you know how to market to your customers. So this course is great. Um, All right, guys, I will talk to you next week. And if you did like this episode, please go ahead and drop a review on Apple Podcast. And yeah, let me know if you liked it. Send me a message on Instagram or send me an email. All right, thanks, guys. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for joining me today. If you love this episode, please go ahead and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and then take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram stories. Tag me in it at Carrie A. Fitzgerald. My name is in the show notes. Thank you so much and I'll see you guys next week.